Hello and welcome to the Crochet Business School podcast. I'm Kelly Thomas, the Crochet Profit Queen, and I'm going to show you how you can make a living from your crochet while avoiding the burnout and being able to make what you want and when you want. Have you signed up to the Crochet Business School newsletter yet? Don't forget to do that now at crochetbusinessschool.com forward slash subscribe and get tips and free resources straight to your inbox. Writing a crochet blog post. Now there's all kinds of things that you can blog about when it comes to crochet, but how do you actually go about writing that blog post so that it not only brings you traffic, it not only gets you clicks from the search results, but keeps your readers engaged, keeps them reading to the bottom and gets them to take an action that you want. You have to do all these things for your blog post to be successful because you want it to do something for you. And I've actually just released a brand new ebook on how to write an irresistible crochet blog. The link is in the show notes if you want to take a look at it. But Blogs are an incredibly powerful tool. You can use them to absolutely skyrocket your crochet business, but only if you have a strategy. You need to know what it is that you want it to do for you. Once you know that, you can start writing it. Knowing your blog's purpose is essential before you even start writing. There is no point writing a post for the sake of writing it. You need to know why, what you want it to do for you. And there's all kinds of things that a blog post can do for your business. It can grow your social media. It can get signups to your newsletter. It can earn you ad revenue. You can bring in sales from affiliate links. You can bring in sales for your own products, whether it's selling what you make whether it's patterns, courses, anything at all. You can get it to do so much for you, but you need to know what that is because you are going to write things in a slightly different way depending on what that purpose is. So once you have your purpose, you need to know what the essential elements of your blog post are. You need a title that's going to make people want to click. You want them to be inspired, look at the title and go, yeah, I want to know more about that to get them to click. You then need to tell them what you're talking about in the blog post in the first paragraph, because this is where they decide whether it's worth reading or actually you're not going to deliver what they thought they were and they're going to click off and go somewhere else. You then need to keep them reading. And once they've got through to the end, they need to know what it is that you want them to do. So if you're writing because you want to earn ad revenue, you need to keep them reading. And then you need to get them to go and click into more of your content, more blog posts so they can keep reading those as well. If you want to grow your email list, you need to tell them to subscribe. You need to get that link in there and tell them several times, subscribe. It sounds silly, 
I mean, you say it once, it's obvious, right? But, you know, saying things outright, you have to do. People are more likely to take action if you say, do this, click this button, click this link, subscribe to my email here. You have to put these very blatant statements in and you are far more likely to get your readers to take action if you do that. In a blog post, you kind of have to say things explicitly. You can't hint, you can't kind of dance around the subject, you have to say it. Because people come to blog posts for answers. They're either looking for an answer to a question, or they're looking for a solution to a problem. And your blog post has to fulfill that. It's all well and good having this purpose in mind for your writing, but if you're not helping your reader, then they're not going to come to your post in the first place to do the, take the action that you want them to take. But the other thing to remember is that although they're looking for information, people want to be entertained. I mean, think about blog posts you read. If you're reading something that is just lots of different facts, and they're all kind of just lists of things, it's very boring. It's very like, uh, is this all there is to it? We want to be entertained. We want to be interested by what we're reading. And you need to do that in yours. In your content, you need to make sure that you can you keep people reading by making it interesting. And that's all part of the content building. It's there is so much choice out there when people are searching for answers. If they put a search term into Google, they're going to get hundreds of blog posts coming up in the search results. And you need to make sure that yours is the one that interests them the most. And once they've clicked on that title that interests them the most, you then got to keep them reading because if they get bored, they can simply click away and go back to all those other search results and pick someone else's. So you've got to keep them hooked. You've got to keep them interested. And since it's a crochet blog, pictures are most definitely going to add to it. People want to see the stitches. People want to see the project. People want to see the yarn, the hooks. Whatever it is you're writing about, they want to see it. If you're doing a yarn review, they want to see the ball of yarn. They want to see a project that's made with that yarn. If you're writing about a crochet stitch, they want to see pictures of it. They want to see how it's made. If you're writing about... um, the hooks that you use, they want to see them. So you've got to make sure that your pictures are top-notch and relate to the content. Definitely want the pictures to be yours. You can't just lift them off the internet. You have to either have permission to use them and have that documented, or you take your own. And it's far less hassle to just take your own. So you need to make sure that your pictures are scattered throughout And that helps break up the content as well and turn it into manageable chunks to read. Because we like to, we don't want to be looking like we're reading an entire essay. We want things nicely broken up so it looks manageable. We don't want to look at a, uh, you know, we don't want to be transported back to school times and have this page full of writing. 
you know, we, we want things to be interesting and a page full of writing is not interesting. It's kind of overwhelming. And so having the pictures breaks things up. All this needs to come together. And there are some other bits and pieces too, but I've put more of that in my ebook. There are a lot, a lot of things you can put into a blog post. And there are ways that you can make them more likely to appear in the search results. You know, when people are searching for that answer in Google, you want to push your post up to as high as possible in those search results. Otherwise, you're not going to get found. And you do that in your content. You need to know what it is that you want to get found for. What question or what problem are people typing into Google that your blog post is going to answer? You have to know that. You have to be clear on that because that answer is what gets you found. Now, this might sound like a lot. There's a lot to do and think about, but it's like anything else. It takes practice. I mean, I look back on some of my old blog posts now and I'm they're awful. I've got to go back and rewrite them because they're absolutely terrible. It's a skill you develop over time and your blog posts are there for for forever. They can always get found. So just because you wrote a post two years ago doesn't mean that it's no longer doing anything for you. It absolutely is. So every now and again, you do have to go back and give them a spruce up to bring them up to your current standard. How often you choose to blog is entirely up to you, but it's definitely better to be consistent. So if you don't have the time to blog once a week, don't even try. Blogging once a month is fine, but it does take time to get found in those search results and for that blog to start bringing results for you. So don't expect a ton of traffic to your web to your blog overnight. So I hope this has been interesting for you and give you some things to think about. And if you do want to go deeper into how to write an irresistible crochet blog, then take a look at my ebook and the link is in the comments. And don't forget, you can always come over to our free Facebook group. Any questions, please do come and ask and join our community and get involved. The link for that is in the show notes as well. So thank you for listening and I shall see you next time for the next episode. Bye for now.